Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, here we are. Another edition of the Locked On Eagles Podcast. I am your host, Teron Davenport, here to bring you that daily Eagles talk. 10, 15 minutes. That's all I ask of you. Just tune in for that long. What we're going to do today is bring you a couple interviews as well as talk about the Cowboys offense. We got Stephen Means, we got Rodney McLeod, as requested. So that's what we do. Continue to send any interview requests. I'll do my best to get those for you. So I appreciate you for reaching out. And just kicking things off, looking at this Cowboys offense, I tell you, they have three ways that they could kill you. You know, and, and when you look at the running game, that's the first thing that you have to look at. They're leading the league in rushing. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is individually leading all running backs in rushing, 703 yards. The guy is doing an excellent job behind that offensive line. But make no mistake, that offensive line is doing an excellent job as well. So we have to give them credit for what they're doing as far as opening up rushing lanes and giving him that opportunity to get so many yards before contact. Now, Elliott is the type of guy, once he does get contact, he can run through tackles. So you're getting the whole shebang when, when you're looking at a guy like that. He is someone that could also be effective in the passing game as well. He's not afraid to stick his nose in there and block either. You're getting a full package when you go against Ezekiel Elliott. So this defense is going to have to maintain their rushing lanes. They're going to have to uh, you know, get upfield and, and, and do what they can to, to stop this this uh, rushing offense of the Dallas Cowboys. In addition to that, you have guys like uh, Jason Witten and Cole Beasley. These are two guys you have to mention because when you look at what they're able to do in an intermediate passing game, they could be very effective. And they're a big part, especially Cole Beasley. You know, uh, Jim Schwartz talked about Cole Beasley and how much of a, a part of the success of this offense he's been, especially with Des Bryant out. They put him in that slot. They then run that two-way go, and his quickness, it really comes to light when you're trying to cover him. And watch how Malcolm Jenkins, uh, you know, defends him. It's going to be interesting. I want to see if they work man or zone. I, I think they're going to mix the two, but it, it's going to be tough manning up with this team, especially in that slot position. And then in addition to that, when you go man, you got the defenders. They turn and run with the receivers, so what ends up happening? Their back is to the quarterback. When you have a guy like Dak Prescott, he could tuck it and run and get you big chunks of yards. That's something like on a third and long, you know, and they, they man it up. They blitz and man it up. And if Prescott is able to step up in that pocket, find a rushing lane, and they give up the first down, I mean, those type of things are deflating. So that's something they're going to have to limit. I'm curious how they're going to defend them because you also bring in Des Bryant. Now, what do you do to defend Des Bryant? Do you have the rookie shadow him? Uh, do you have Nolan Carroll shadow him? How do you stop that? And then, oh, by the way, they have a Hall of Fame caliber tight end in Jason Witten. 
That defense has a lot to think about. I really can't wait to see what Jim Schwartz does against them because make no mistake about it, he is a solid defensive coordinator. So I want to see how things work there. But let's go ahead and get into an interview before we get too much further. I do want to bring you the the interview that we had. Uh, let's you know we'll start with with Stephen Means first. And uh, here's Stephen Means. Check it out. All right, so just as far as from a, a play perspective, you had four or five snaps last week. One of those was a sack. How gratifying was it for you to be able to come in, minimal snaps, but have an impact like that? A sack strip at that. Right, right. It's a blessing, man. Um, first and foremost, just to be able to be out there. I know how it feels to be inactive. I know how it feels to not be on the team. So to be able to get out there, do what I love to do. But um, you know, I know my, I know I'm gonna have a limited role when I'm out there. So I just gotta maximize all of my opportunities and uh, getting out there, popping my cherry with the first, you know, regular season uh, sack, strip sack at that. And it was just humbling experience. I know it's been a long way. I mean, you've gone through a couple teams and you seem to have settled in here. What would you say has been the biggest thing? I mean, I think I know what the biggest thing right. is as far as what's carried you, but in your opinion, what, what is it? Faith, man. Um, you know, just not worrying about nothing, letting God really fully take it over. Um, you know, it was a time where I really wanted to strong in my faith, and then it was a time where I felt like I was strong in it. And I was, you know, I, I wanted to and I would say it, but now I feel like I'm really living it. So I feel like that, that's probably the biggest thing is just the faith and just not, not having no worries about nothing. It seems like that's almost the prevailing concept, not concept, but mindset for everyone in this locker room. Is that something that you noticed right away when you came here, or have you seen that increase as, as you've got here? Um, I think I think that it's a lot more people involved in here. Um, you know, I came right in, and you know, going to the Bible study room, you see a lot more people than you've seen on other teams. Um, you know, every team got it, but it feel more genuine and real here. Uh, you got players that's doing uh, private players' Bible studies um, at their house, you know, even on days off. So, you know, people really invested in it, really, truly, genuinely, uh, you know, we, we in it. Other than faith, just as far as the focus side of things, because, I mean, this is a team that, you know, back-to-back losses and went out and knocked off the last undefeated team. (laughs) What is it that has allowed you guys to stay focused on that goal after those two losses and then leading into this big rivalry game, NFC East, against the the Cowboys? I think it's the fact that we uh, we have faith. We're familiar with who we are, and we just had to get back to that. You know, um, we kind of got out of the way of, of getting on the basics. So uh, for us to go back to practice, uh, they, you know, they, you know, they went all the way back to basics, back to OTA way of doing things, and you know, it worked. And you know, it just got us back in that same mindset of just, okay, this is what we got to do. Like, that's not, you know, it's two losses. We're not way out of it. We just got to get back into it, and, and it was, it was good. Looking at this team, I mean, me personally, uh, other than the safeties, I think the defensive end group. Your group right. is the strength of this team. You look at the guy next to you and B. Grant, right, right. Uh, uh, Marcus Smith. You know, all you guys bring different things. Vinny Curry, Connor Barwin. Right. What is it that you know? Would you say is is the the best feature out of having a group like that? As far as you know, the depth that you guys have. Um, I remember uh, practicing last week. 
when Marcus was uh, when Marcus didn't practice, when, when uh, Vinny came over, he was like, "Hey man, I know you're gonna bring that energy, you're gonna bring the juice when I come in, so that's just gonna make me play harder." And I think that's what it is. You know, we all know that we can play. And, uh, so when we get in, we we all heighten each other level of energy. So it's kind of like we, we know that we can go balls out for a couple plays. We got new fresh guys coming in that's just as hungry as we are, if not hungrier. And you know, get a break and go back out there and play a couple more plays again as hard as we can. So. You know, we, we don't have a fall off, and I feel like that's the biggest, you know, the best way for us. Does that speak a lot to the trust that you guys have in the coaching staff? Because, I mean, I've been in situations where I had a guy behind me, right. and I don't care what happened, I wasn't coming off the exactly. field. You know, but you have to have trust in the staff to be willing to do that. Is that an accurate right. assessment? That's definitely right. Um, you know, we we got trust in the coaching staff, and uh, vice versa. They got trust in us. You know, I feel like the coaches got to have a lot of trust to be able to put – you know, the reserve guys out there in a situation where, you know, we got to win the game. So even if it's a situation where it's down the line, you know, the score close, they still swapping us in and out. So that, that, that show a great sign of trust. So, you know, we want to go out there and, and just not let them down, but not let our teammates down and, you know, ball, just have fun. Getting back to what's most important, the faith side of it. Where is it that your faith developed? I mean, how did you develop such a strong faith to where it could be high and your worries are low? <laughs> Um, you know, it all started with going to church. Um, my mom, uh, she used to make us go to church. Mm -hmm. And then I used to go with my grandfather, and uh, he passed away. And I just kept with it. When I was in Tampa, um, I got real involved with the church, uh, Open Arm Church, uh, Joel Vicente. He the pastor out there. And, um, you know, we, we just dove into it. And, you know, he showed me how to how to really, like, when I, while I'm reading, read into what it is that I'm reading mm -hmm. and understanding yeah. instead of just reading pages and reading words. And I mean, just all that adversity that I've been through in my life, um, you know, just seeing close people go and, uh, you know, seeing me get swapped in and out of places and, you know, not, not being sure, that was the one thing I was always able to hold on to that never let me down. And uh, even through, you know, like I said, all the adversity, he was always there. Yeah, I know the feeling. Adversity right, right. makes it strong, strong. Yeah. And the week, week right, in your case, it just got stronger. <laughs> exactly. Just to wrap it up, what would you say? I mean, everybody has a particular scripture that they like to go to. Well, what would be your favorite scripture, one that always uh, pops out in your mind? Um, it's like Corinthians 5, 7. And it's uh, where we walk with faith, not by sight. Uh, and that's how I do it. So that was Stephen Means uh, sharing some personal things just as far as his faith. I thought that was a good uh, interview. I wanted to bring that to you just to kind of get you underneath the helmet so you could see kind of what ticks in some of their minds. Now, before we bring into the Rod Rodney Cloud, Rodney McCloud, let me get it right. Before we bring in the Rodney McCloud interview, what I want to do is just touch on just the shuffle in the secondary. You guys know Ron Brooks went down, so now Jenkins is going to fill in at the slot. You have Jalen Watkins is going to come in at strong safety. Rodney McLeod, a lot is going to be put on him as well. So this secondary is going to be uh, tested, and uh, I got Rodney McLeod to talk about it a little bit. So check this one out. So Rodney, coming off a really solid game, sack strip, interception. What's your take on you know how that game went last week? Um, I thought it was a you know good performance by us. Uh, came out, set the tempo and the tone of the game. Uh, getting turnovers early. Um, you know, just playing relentless. Uh, Eleven guys playing with great effort, man, and um, 
you just seen it all uh, get come together last week. And, uh, you know, we just kind of went back to the basics, focused on the fundamentals and technique uh, all week. And, uh, you know, you seen the show on Sunday. During training camp, we talked a little bit about the similarities between Coach Williams and Coach Schwartz. Now that you've gotten time with Coach Schwartz, actually season time, uh, has anything changed or is it pretty much the same thing from what you said before? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Jim is the same guy that, uh, you know, going into OTAs, uh, passionate, um, full of energy, um, you know, makes you, makes you, you know, appreciate the game and, and love coming to work, man. He, you know, he makes it fun, but also holds guys accountable. And, uh, you know, you see his show, man. Um, you know, he obviously wasn't happy with our performance and, you know, he's a type of guy that puts it on himself. Um, you know, literally the night before he said he's going to, you know, uh, make it up in his head. He's going to call the best game he can. And I think he called a hell of a game, and we were just there to, you know, execute. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been great so far uh, with, uh, with Jim. Do you think last week was the best game that he called this season? Because it's almost like he established a blueprint for how to. Yeah, man. Um, like I said, the, the game plan was, was, was great. Uh, he he called a you know heck of a game, man. And uh, you know he's been doing a good job. And ultimately, uh, you know, it just came down to us. Um, you know, playing physical, uh, winning, winning up front in the trenches, stopping the run, and then letting them guys go up there and uh, pass rush when when they could. Uh, during training camp, another thing that it was not necessarily a goal, but something that you and Malcolm wanted to do was be the best safety tandem in the league. I personally think that you guys are that way, but what is it that's allowing you guys to, to work so well and be so interchangeable? Uh, you know, uh, just our our chemistry that we've been building since OTAs, uh, you know, on and off the field. Uh, you know, two um, guys that aren't too prideful, uh, you know, want to play next to each other. And, um, you know, like you said, also we are interchangeable in a lot of ways. But, um, you know, we just kind of work together, man. We got two smart players back there, uh, guys with corner background. We come from similar backgrounds with coaches. So um, the chemistry wasn't hard. It was just about getting familiar with one another. And, uh, you know, you see it coming coming to light a little bit. But, you know, obviously we got to keep going. Uh, Dallas this week, so it's going to be another big test for us and, and the chance to show that we can be one of the best in the league. Just, just to kind of put a bow around everything, uh, I noticed you play with a lot of passion. You come up, you're not the biggest guy, but you're <laughs> yeah. lay the wood when you need to. Yeah. What is it that you love so much about football? and What really, if you had to pick a lesson that you learned from the game, what, what would that be? Uh, man, just... Um, Every my, my one of my coaches in St. Louis used to say, uh, every snap, you know, they're all precious, and I mean that's real. You never know when, when, uh, when it's going to be that time. Uh, you know, injury, or you know, you, you just the physical ability goes. So um, that always stuck with me, and, and that's how I try to approach each and every uh, down. So that was Rodney McLeod. Just to wrap things up, I, I always like talking to him, man, he, and it's fun watching him play. Because he isn't, like I said, the biggest guy, but he will definitely play with so much passion and, and a violent football player. And, and that's what you want out of a safety. You know, that's what they brought him in for. So that's the show for today, folks. I just wanted to bring you those two interviews, talk a little bit about the Cowboys offense. We'll get into the defense tomorrow. I'm Teron Davenport. Follow me on Twitter at TDavenport underscore NFL. Follow the work on the EaglesWire.USAToday.com. And follow this podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, the Locked On Eagles podcast as well as audio boom thanks we'll be back tomorrow what you doing ran out of space on my phone so i'm deleting some stuff by singing dog bye goal i pronounce you bye wedding ceremony
Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.